This is Who Kicked the Corner Flag, an English soccer game show podcast. And here's your host, James Rose. As we begin our round of festive fixtures, we too commence another round of quizzical musings. Thanks again for joining us on our journey. The show would never be complete without the leader of the Casey Spurs fan group, the man who plans to gift Sonny a framed red card for Christmas, and who thinks Gazaniga is practicing his self-defense moves. High boot indeed. It's Jerry Basmente. How are you, bud? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> just so our listeners know, he spent about 50 minutes trying to get his internet working, but now we're wondering if it was all just a big you know, ruse and that he actually didn't want to speak about Spurs. <laughs> but anyway, Jared's here. It's working. Let's hope it stays connected. Uh, I'm once again back with the Casey Gunas chairman, the man who's still planning his next jumping off a bridge experience and compares the latest Star Wars movie to an Arsenal performance. Wow. It's Boyce Richardson. How are you, bud? You know, I'm starting to wonder whether or not Gazaniga maybe watched the the 2019 movie The Art of Self-Defense by Riley Stearns that stars Jesse Eisenberg and got a little bit of uh, internal motivation. Inspiration. I like that. Could not have been a douchier entry. Thank you, boys. (laughs) (laughs) You know he was writing it, too. Uh, And I'm pleased to welcome to the show two of our favorite podcast pundits. They are Arsenal and Man City supporters, respectively. And while one is always enjoying their football fandom, the other happens to be another Arsenal fan, need I say more. From Rhode Island, please welcome Mike Dalo and Jimmy Fuoco. How are you guys? Hello, hello. Uh, doing pretty well now that yeah. Mikel Arteta is the head coach. Yeah, you stole him, you bunch of thieves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw today, we learned how to kick a ball. Wow. Oh, I know. We're, we're taking gigantic strides at the Arsenal. It's all about the fundamentals. Positive step in the right direction, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, so for today's quizzical action, Mike and Jimmy will team up and play as one unit, while Jared and Boyce will play solo. Jimmy will get the question of the match, and Mike will get the rumor mill. So as usual, let's start with the question of the match, the contest where each person gets a statistical question from the most significant fixtures. Three points for a correct guess, and here are those categories. Mourinho out? Question mark. Foxes slipping? Hornets sting United. And Jared Bud, we're going to start with you this time. So why don't you go ahead and pick a topic for us? Um, let's see. I'd really like to talk about the uh, just the failed elections over in Britain. Can we talk about that instead? Um, <laughs> That's on the political podcast, Who yeah. Kings Boris Johnson? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get it over with. Let's do it. Spurs failed to show up against Jose Mourinho's old boys. The final score here is 2-0 to Chelsea. Uh, here's your quiz question, Jared. Before this game, how many home defeats had Jose Mourinho suffered against a team he had previously managed? Was it none or three? Oh, boy. Um, none. Yes, sir. That is absolutely correct. Nice work. I'll get you those three points. Bizarrely, it was none. Previously unbeaten in his last 13 in all competitions. So crazy Jeez. stat there. And in comes Frank Lampard and spoils that party. So after a promising performance from Spurs in the previous games, what on earth happened here? <laughs> I, I got to say, I mean, you, you got to give credit where credit is due and Frank Lampard. I mean, they went after Serge Aurier again and again and again, yeah. and by God, it worked. I mean, trying to play through that uh, uh, that Chelsea midfield was an absolute nightmare, and any time 
Spurs had the ball in in positive space. I mean, they were completely closed down. I mean, we were lost in transition. We were joking at the bar that Jose Mourinho is playing Eric Dyer only to justify his 50 million pound bid back when he was at United. I mean, <laughs> it, it, you look at some of the players on the bench, you know, and I, I, I get it. He's he's only been here a short time. Uh, but you look at you look at Sessegna, you look at Ndombele, you look at uh, uh, Celso, yeah. and they're not being used. And uh, and and when they are, it's only late in matches or it's in off you know competitions and stuff like that. And maybe they're working themselves in. I get it. They're transfers that came in under an old regime. All that being said, valuable. You brought in Ndombele anyway, and and let's be honest. I mean, the howlers aside, it wasn't great performance by Spurs. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chalk this up to whatever flying ninja kick that Gaznica tried to do. Um, although I do, I really did enjoy the jokes, uh, you know, involving Gaznica doing what the Spanish legal system wouldn't do to Marcus Alonso. Um, oh. <laughs> but the, wow. you know, Sonny absolutely losing his head. Um, and weirdly, not the first time this has happened, right? I mean, you look yeah. at some of them, uh, you know, he, he has, it's almost like once every two years, women's son just loses his mind. Yet all of this, at the end of the day, I was most upset because this is sports. Mm-hmm. I can take a loss. All right. You take the loss, you go, you play another day. But the fact that we had three separate PA announcements for uh, warnings against racial abuse right. mm-hmm. in, in our own stadium is absolutely inexcusable. And that is is something that will will really dominate this match. And it should, by the mm-hmm. way, um, it highlights we got a long way to go in the sport. Uh, even if you look at uh, uh, look at Tottenham's own history and you think, you idiots, you're going to do this. Look at your own history of right. the club. I mean, my, my goodness. So it it was frustrating on pretty much Every single level. And at the end of the day, uh, uh, Spurs didn't show up. And uh, it is absolutely frustrating, but credit where credit is due. Um, I think, uh, you know, Williams' goal, uh, you know, despite being given, I think it was about 12 yards of space in the 18, good grief off that short corner. Uh, uh, It's a great shot. You put it Mm -hmm. away. And, you know, we were, our chances were few and far between this was kind of flash of old Spurs. You had Harry Kane dropping back almost down into the pivot to help win the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. my God, it was, like I said, frustrating on every single level. And um, it's really, we're really going to see, this is the first, you know, real adversity that we've seen under the, uh, you know, Mourinho era. Um, regroup. Uh, we've got Champions League round of 16 to gear of four in the new year. And uh, this needs to be squared away and needs to be squared away quickly. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Um, Mike, how did Chelsea outplay Spurs specifically here? Or was it literally just down to Spurs just having a real howler of a day? Well, I think part of it is uh, Spurs just did have a real howler of a day. And, uh, you know, the antics of some of their players like Sonaldo and uh, Gazaniga did not help them in the long run. But I think Lampard got his tactics right. I mean, Jared hit it right on the head when he said that they just kept going at Serge Aurier. And William was far and away the man of the match this game. Just completely dominated. And, uh, I mean, the Chelsea defense, they stepped up. Mason Mount had a pretty good game. Uh, I think Tottenham got beat man for man and tactically here. I think Mm -hmm. Frank Lampard really showed uh, a lot of people 
how good of a manager he can really be. Mm-hmm. Kind of showing what he's capable of moving forward, especially going up against his uh, his master, so to speak, in that respect. It's, uh, Boyce, any closing thoughts on this one? No, I, although I think this is Jared's penance for all of his harsh remarks about Frank Lampard early on in this campaign. <laughs> uh, he's it's coming back to bite him. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy, we're going to move on to you for our next one. We have two topics left. We have Foxes Slipping and Hornets Sting United. So which one would you like, bud? All right. I'll, I'll take Foxes Slipping. Foxes Slipping. Love it. Uh, City continue their chase of the EPL title thanks to a victory over fellow challengers Leicester City. The final score here was 3-1. to one. Okay, Jimmy, here's your question. Leicester City conceded three goals in a game for the first time since when? Was it May of last season or February of last season? Okay. Um, I want to say I don't think they've done it under Brendan Rodgers, so I'm going to say it was February of last season. Yes, sir. Nice work. I'll get you your three points for team mostly, so nice work on that. Uh, It was a loss to Palace. 4-1 4-1 back in February. So uh, who'd have thought Crystal Palace? Yeah, I wouldn't guess Palace. But... <laughs> Not me. Anyway, so we've obviously kind of suggested, I think we were talking about this before the recording, uh, the title may be out of reach now for City, but can this squad still prove that they can clearly get other trophies, the Champions League, for example? Yeah, and like you said, I think we kind of discussed it off air and we were saying, you know, that I think this season, this is City's real chance to push for the Champions League. Mm-hmm. And I think they can almost kind of I don't want to write the league off, and I don't think they've written it off, but they can kind of use that as a chance to test things out. Sure. And as they try to get players back, as we hopefully see Laporte come back in the new year, possibly Sané if he's not like on a plane to Germany, uh, <laughs> if they get him back, I think it'll be a chance to kind of figure out what their best lineup is because I don't think they know. I, I think there's a chance that you could see Fernandinho stay in the back line with Laporte when he's back. And you could kind of see Rodri and Gundogan kind of fill in the holding role, which Gundogan, who most City fans I think are really critical of, probably outside of De Bruyne was the best player on the field in this game. Mm. He was just excellent controlling the pace completely. Leicester barely had the ball, um, which, I mean, I think they went into it planning to counterattack, which has been the way to beat City anyway this year. But uh, I I think that this is a chance to use the league as kind of a chance to experiment. Well, not giving up on it, but really focus on finding the best 11 because I don't think Pep has any clue. Mm. That's the one thing this season because we've seen Mahrez kind of step up in some big moments. Bernardo Silva hasn't been at his best. Uh, I even think Raheem Sterling's kind of cooled off after a hot start to the season. So I think they kind of have to find out what their best lineup is so that they can push on in the Champions League because – this could be the last year Pep's there, possibly. That was maybe. my next question, actually, to you, yeah. Like, I, I still think he'll be there next year because he has the year in his contract and he's always honored his contract. And he's pretty much said, you know, that he intends to be there. And now that Arteta left makes me think that he probably is staying because I'm just thinking, and it's not shaded Arsenal, but if he knew Pep was leaving, I would think he probably would have wanted to stick around at City to try to get the job. Mm. But that's just my opinion. Wrong. Interesting. <laughs> You're Arsenal man through and through. <laughs> uh, Mike, do you think the, the title is now kind of slipping out of Leicester's hands at this point? Well, was the title ever in Leicester's hands? Well, I that's think a fair question, question too, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I mean, unfortunately for all of us who aren't Liverpool fans, it's pretty much over at this point. I think it's it's done now that Liverpool are going to win all the trophies and we're going to 
have to just suck it up and take the abuse from the Liverpool fans <laughs> that we've uh, we've been giving them for a while. Yeah, it's it's going to be one of those heartbreakers. Uh, Jared, any uh, closing points on this one, bud? Who cares? We're all dust. <laughs> to dust we will return. Yeah, it's going to be one of those. We're just going to eat Arby's. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> Voice bud, then the last one is with you. It's Watford recharged their fight to climb out of the relegation zone as they overcome a sluggish United side. The final score is 2-0. And here is your quiz question. Of their last six EPL fixtures against teams in the relegation zone, how many have United actually lost? Is it one or three? I honestly don't know the answer to this, but I want it to be three. So I'm going to guess three. And it is three. There we go. We'll take that. They have been bizarrely bad against those teams in the relegation zone, as this uh, question does say. But um, So on United, then, they beat City, but they lose to Watford. So what is... Why can't they get that consistency? What What is the deal here, boys? I think in order to be able to develop consistency, you have to have a manager that actually has a tactical plan. And United don't have that. Uh, they have a guy that's drawing squiggly lines on a board and then arranging players using, <laughs> I don't know, I would imagine like old action figures that he has in his closet. It's <laughs> it's just, I, I think it's one of those things where they're prepared on a day-to-day basis. And, it, you know, let's be honest, they've had some injuries. That's at least something that has to be considered when you're evaluating this year's United squad. But it, it appears as though the squad's at least able to get up for the big matches, the match against City. And maybe if you consider Tottenham to be a big team, the match against Tottenham. And they they just can't he can't get any motivation out of them in the lower level games. They come in, they kind of counterattack. And I mean, the other thing that you can't really legislate for is really either of the goals that were, you know, conceded in this match. Like the first one, I don't even know what David De Gea is doing. A few years ago, I was led to believe that he was the greatest goalkeeper on the planet and he was going to single handedly save United. And now. I mean, I'd be pissed at my Saturday morning co-ed keeper if you let that goal in. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And how you're doing that at the top level, I don't even know. And then what Juan Bissaka, who was, again, supposed to be the savior of United when they pulled him from Palace in the offseason, that tackle is insane. You know, it was one of those things where I was looking at my television as I was watching this match, wondering whether or not I had just seen the spirit of Granite Xhaka enter into his body and decide to, like, <laughs> body snatch him and make him do the most ridiculous tackle I've ever seen. And then, you know, I don't know, Troy Deeney. I don't even really want to talk about him. But I think the thing as far as United are concerned is that their heads just aren't in the match. Mm. And it's ultimately even more inexcusable when you start thinking about the fact that they, they beat Tottenham they beat Manchester City. Right. You know, that fourth spot before Chelsea kind of solidified it a little bit more against Spurs over the weekend was, you know, there were cracks that were starting to show in the Chelsea facade. And United, after those two straight wins, had put themselves in a position to be able to potentially be seen as a, a top four contender again. And now, I, you know, they're in eighth. Let's not talk about where Arsenal are. But, <laughs> you know, as of right now, they're, they're still seven points off top four. Unfortunately for United, there are more teams that they have to play that are not in the top six than there are teams that are in the top six. So, <laughs> you know, if you're going to concede points like that and you're going to lose, there, there's no hope for them. Unless I, I really they're not going to accomplish anything in the Europa League. I think the first high level or even medium level competition that they face, they're going to be out and they're already out of the League Cup. I can't imagine they're going to do anything in the FA Cup. 
this is really looking like they're going to give Solskjaer the rest of the season and then send an emissary to uh, Mauricio Pochettino's house and kidnap him and throw him, you know, <laughs> throw take him a sack the... over his head and then throw him in the back of a van. Put him in the manager seat. Yeah, we'll take, we'll take that. Uh, Mike, let me ask you about Watford here. Is it a little too late now for them escaping relegation or is it kind of hard to tell at this point? No, you know, we just recorded our podcast and we spoke about this a little bit. I'm not sold on any of the teams that are in the bottom half of the table going mm. down right now. And okay. I know that doesn't make sense, but <laughs> it's all good. Something I just don't see Watford going down. I, Nigel Pearson might actually save them. As bizarre as that sounds, he might dig them out of the hole. <laughs> and the table is just still so close at the bottom there yeah. that I feel like any of those teams, if they go on even a small run, they can really kind of solidify themselves and get mm. back in Mm-hmm. And Jimmy, any any thoughts to match that? Yeah, I mean, I still, I we were kind of fought on this, me and Michael. Uh, I I think that Wofford will go down, but outside of them, I mean, it's it's such a mess down there. Like realistically, the team I've been the most disappointed with that's right at the bottom is West Ham, but at the same time, they have so much talent, I can't see it happening. So I'm kind of with Mike that I don't really know who it's going to be, mm. but I think that I'm just excited that we have a battle down there we don't have last season where Huddersfield were going down we all knew that like a month in and then like two months in we knew Fulham were going down so it was just a fight for one I really think it's going to be an absolute like a a brawl to Mm -hmm. see who can't make it out and it's going to be interesting I think you could see a surprise Michael said before too maybe even Bournemouth possibly whoa they've struggled they could get down there, maybe. As I don't know. I hate that, but I do like Eddie Howe. You never know. It's not Blu- to like. <laughs> I was going to say Jared's beloved uh, cherries right there. Uh, <laughs> also, anyway. uh, boys, you're very lucky that my microphone was muted um, as that big club in the top half of the table were sitting there <laughs> waving to you uh, uh, down in 11th, as well as, the again, that that competition in Europe where the best teams go and play. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> you mean um, the one that you'll be out of in the next round? Yeah. I, 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 hey man you got to be in it to shoot your shot right so we'll see you next year <laughs> in the europa league <laughs> oh wow and arsenal fan looking forward to the europa league see you can learn and change this is great <laughs> on that note uh let's move on to another round of our favorite rumor mill uh the rules are the same as usual i'm going to provide a line or quote from a newspaper or online resource all the guys have to do is tell me if it was actually printed or something that was just completely made up. Uh, two points for a correct guess here. And Boyce is up first with this one. Spurs chairman Daniel Levy says the club are not scared of selling Danish playmaker Christian Eriksen to a domestic rival in January. False. It's true. According to the Evening Standard, he was interviewed. Now, I don't know if this interview links in with the one that he did that was kind of lengthy. Uh, but apparently he did say those words. And that's kind of surprising because Daniel Levy is not really known for selling to a domestic rival. And if he does, he'd put it for an incredibly high price tag. Uh, but yeah, apparently those those words were said. So unlucky there, boys. All right, Mike, we're with you next. Aston Villa are in danger of becoming the first Premier League club to breach financial fair play rules and may need to sell to ensure they comply with regulations this season. Oh, man. You know, I, I knew that first when I had read that small little <laughs> blurb on Twitter about Erickson and Daniel Levy. This one, I'm not sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with false. 
Also true. Would you believe it? Aston Villa, they did spend pretty big in the summer. I think they spent 120 or maybe more than that uh, million on players. And now they're not balancing the books the way that City does, apparently. So uh, they might. (laughs) Oh, no. A financial fair play violation. Whatever will they do? Things that Boyce and I agree on. God, it's like it's the NCAA run the FA. What is going on? (laughs) Oh, man. But the. Unlucky there, Mike. Those words were printed. Uh, All right, Jared, this last one is for you. Christian Ronaldo's agent, Jorge Mendes, has suggested that the Portuguese forward could make a return to the Premier League to finish his career. Oh, my God. Um, Sure. It's full. Son lucky there. Oh, I got a clean. Go all three truths I got a clean oh, sweep God. this week. I'll take it. Uh, it is. It is made up. But he did say, or apparently his agent said the opposite about him actually finishing his career out at Juventus. Which I don't know. It's kind of sad because you know being at Manchester United and being the legend that he was, and it'd be nice to kind of go full circle. But uh, maybe the MLS uh, could be still destined for him. I guess we'll uh, guess we'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, that would surprise me too. <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go ahead and swiftly move on then to our last contest, which this week is a round of team profile. So in this, I'll provide five different clues to a current Premier League team, each clue easier than the last. The first person to shout out their name and correctly guess said team wins those points. But you want to get one guess as an incorrect shot will freeze you out. So this week, the category for these teams specifically is three minus three minus this translates to teams who have conceded three or more goals in a single game this season so arsenal uh that might be in here you don't know (laughs) maybe maybe not uh so to clarify for this one obviously uh jimmy and mike shout out your own names or each other's names you you know you guys choose uh but the points will obviously (laughs) be going uh the same way so uh so there we go all right here we go then uh team number one is a london club Boyce. He's gone for it. He's gone for it. Yes, Boyce. Arsenal. It is not Arsenal. No. Oh, Thank God. No. Thank I respect God. the effort. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that will freeze you out, Boyce. So Jimmy, Mike, and Jared are still in. Uh, next clue. Founded in 1882. Based on the north side of the city. Jared. Yes, Jared. <laughs> Spurs. It, it is Spurs, yes. Nice one. That's uh, the correct answer. I'll get you those two points. The other clues. Players include Kane, Deli Alley, and a, a karate you kicker. S- uh, you scared me. As I was sitting there, I was like, that, that's Spurs, but there's no way he's going to make it Spurs. I'm not going to make Boyce's mistake. Oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, and the last clue. This one hurts to read. Haven't won a major trophy in a while. Oh, got that out the system. Uh, 4,321 days. I saw it on Twitter today. God. Why are you so every obsessed day. with me? <laughs> <laughs> Today and every day. Gosh. Anyway. All right. Uh, team number two is also a London club. Boyce. I, kn- oh, I just kind of knew he was going to do it. <laughs> yes, Boyce. Arsenal. It is not Arsenal. No. <laughs> This is not uh, an advisable strategy, apparently. Well, I mean, yeah, apparently not. Uh, So you are frozen out again. So Mike, Jimmy, and Jared, these are for you. Uh, Promoted back into the EPL in 2012. Mike. Yes, Mike. Palace. 
Yes, sir. It was yeah, Crystal Palace. Go. Good yeah. win. Yeah, nice. It was, uh, it was Spurs, wasn't it? 4 0. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, it was. Believe it or not. Uh, Crystal Palace conceded four unanswered goals against Spurs back in late September. Uh, and just to go back, actually, you reminded me, Jared, Spurs conceded three against Brighton in early October. Um, so just to kind of. I- don't don't recall. I don't. Oh, I do barely. But anyway, um, <laughs> <by> Murray. <laughs> yes, that guy. Uh, all right, team number three. Another club with a bird mascot. This one resides on the east coast of England. Mike. Jared. Yes, Mike. Norwich. Yes, sir. It is Ooh, Norwich City. Oh man. Uh, but yes, it is Norwich City. The other clues part owned by English cook Delia Smith. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but legend. Uh, known as the Canaries, players include Timu Puki, Jamal Lewis, and Todd Cantwell. Yes, Norwich City. Uh, despite scoring once, they conceded three against United on October the 27th. Sorry, Norwich. That sucks. Um, team number four. Founded in 1886. Boyce. Yes, Boyce. Oh. It's Arsenal. Yes, it is. <laughs> Mike, don't take my joy away. <laughs> that was rigged. That one was rigged for you. That was that was Meeting mighty for- impressive, sir. Um, but then there might not be many other teams that were founded in 1886, or maybe they are. That's some research. But uh, the other clues currently hold 13 FA Cup titles since the 1920s, were once based in Woolwich, now based in North London, known as the Gunners. And when did they concede three goals, boys? Uh, they have conceded three goals at least twice this year, once to Manchester City, and then they lost 3-1 to Liverpool. That is correct, yes. I just thought I'd get you to say that, so thanks. Uh, all right. I'm this... actually really shocked that you weren't like, this team is in 11th place in the EPL table. <laughs> You'd have got it right away then. <laughs> all right, last. Uh, oh, actually, before I say that, the points are really close again. Um, there's one person or team with a slight lead but uh anyone anyone <laughs> could win this i wonder, I wonder who, that, who that is yeah that wasn't a clue uh all right last team is another animal on their crest boys yes boys just because i'm gonna take a shot in the dark here chelsea it is not chelsea no uh, and that does but i wanted to talk about their four nil loss <laughs> uh it is not chelsea unfortunately that does freeze you out so mike uh, Jimmy and Jared, these uh, last clues are for you. Based in Hertfordshire. Nah, Mike. Jared. <laughs> Jared got in there. Yes, Jared. Watford. Yes, ah. sir. It is Watford. Nice. That'll get you those two points. The other clues. Once had strong ties with Sir Elton John. Have Fat Drake uh, slash Troy Deeney in their squad. And <laughs> known as... Sorry, Troy. Not sorry. Uh, last clue. Known as the Hornets. Yes. Uh, Watford most recently conceded three against Burnley on the 23rd of November. So there we go. And that is the game, guys. And would you believe it? We do have a tie on our hands. Uh, What's even more satisfying is Boyce is not in it. Boyce came last. (laughs) (laughs) Boyce came came last this week, which is a real first. Uh, Boyce got five points, but Jared and team mostly have tied it with seven. And so, of course, that does mean we're going to go to sudden death. Let's go. Oh, God. Let's go. So here's how it's going to work. Uh, I'm going to bring up a Premier League table from the past. I'm going to pick a certain position, and you guys have to tell me which team finished in that 
position. Oh, Easy God. enough. So no Googling. <laughs> I will have uh, super hearing to hear if those keyboards are being typed. Um, okay, here we go. In the year, or the Premier League season, 2009 to 2010, which team finished in fifth place? And we're going to start with Jared. Oh, my God. Um, uh, Come on, Jared. You can you, do James. this. Do, do, do. I hate you, James. Come on, Jared. You've got uh, this. You've got this in the bag. I know I know. Chelsea won it. Um, and uh, City. Yeah, I, think no. that, I think that was my guess. It is Manchester City! No, oh, no way! He was that? Googling. Nice. <laughs> he bought so much time. Wow. Uh, I was working through it. I said what? <laughs> there was a little bit of, I think it was Chelsea. Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> the only thing that made me, re- like, reminded me of it, because, like, watching all of, like, just, like, the centennial highlights and all that stuff of, like, the end of the decade, mm-hmm. and just so much... Of those goddamn Didier Drogba, Frank Lampard, Chelsea yep, squads. Yep. And I was like, oh my God. So I was actually looking at some of those highlights and it was like, that's <laughs> the only thing that kicked in. Because I knew Arsenal finished above Spurs and they Spurs did. actually had. Yeah, United uh, were second. <laughs> and uh, City were not quite with all the money yet, but maybe they were on their way to spending it. And so uh, they were starting to climb up at that point. But yes, the answer is Manchester City. And that does officially give you the game win this week. How do you feel, bud? I'm just, nothing can make me whole again, James. You know that. Um, <laughs> but it is a nice change of pace winning this thing. This is it's, cool. Yeah, yeah, it feels refreshing, right? Um, I was. I think you kind of hit the nail on the head with all the current Spurs dilemmas. But uh, the game on Boxing Day against Brighton at good old six thirty in the morning. How how are you feeling about that one? Uh, no idea, man. I mean, it <laughs> at at the end of the day. I mean, you got to bounce back. Right. You know, we say it week in, week out, you know, good teams win the matches are supposed to win and uh, we're supposed to win this one. But you can't look past anybody in the Prem and uh, it needs to be a statement win. And uh, if it isn't, I'm not pushing the panic button, but this is really going to, you know, we're going to see how the locker room is truly taken Mm. uh, to Josie. I think the honeymoon period is absolutely over Mm. and um, we'll see if they can bounce back and if, uh, if the mental fortitude is there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see for sure. Um, Jimmy and Mike, bud, commiserations so close yet, not quite getting the win there real close Um, thoughts on, obviously we talked a little bit about city, but let's uh, dig into Arsenal here. Mike Um, thoughts moving forward. Who do they have? Uh, Boxing Day, I can't even remember. Uh, Boxing Day, we have Bournemouth. Bournemouth, the mighty cherries. Feeling confident. Uh, uh, Cherries. I think we're going to smash them. Honestly, I think we're finally going to get that manager bump that we didn't get from Freddie. I think our Ted is going to give it to us. We just learned how to pass the ball. We learned that uh, it's good to pass. (laughs) Uh, And we learned about positioning as well. Yeah, I know. We're, We're making great strides at Arsenal. Uh, I think Arsenal are going <laughs> to go away and they're going to get a win against uh, a struggling Bournemouth team. I'm predicting a 4-1 Nicholas Pepe brace and a Gabriel Martinelli brace. Damn. I will take that bet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will bet you a six-pack of Kansas City's Lager Ale. When I come to Kansas City, 
I'll buy you a beer if that doesn't happen. That, <laughs> I, will bet, I will bet you a beer that Bournemouth eke it out by one against Arsenal. Wow, all right. It's all on tape, guys, so this is official, locked in. Um, Jimmy, go ahead and tell a little bit a uh, little bit more about your guys' podcast, Mostly Soccer. How can we listen in, all that fun stuff? So we're on pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. We kind of... Apple Podcasts is obviously the easiest, but we're on Spotify as well. We're on the Google Play Store. So pretty much anywhere anybody wants to listen to it. If you enjoyed our nonsense that we blabbered on about when we had uh, our chance to answer questions, it's more of the same. It's just uh, <laughs> we it's mostly soccer talk. We throw some random stuff in here. You'll get our opinion on some other things. Nice. And uh, okay. social media links and all that stuff? Yes. It's at Soccer Mostly on Twitter and Instagram. We're pretty poor on Instagram, but we do respond to pretty much everybody on Twitter. We really stay good on that, which nice. i got to give credit to Mike. He's all over that far more than I am. <laughs> I just get on to fight with Liverpool fans. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm sure you put up a strong fight. I'll have to find that myself. Um, <laughs> Boy Spud, commiserations, not getting anything here. But uh, do you echo Mike's thoughts on Arsenal? You know, I do. I don't know if I'm going to quite go 4-1, but like Arsenal under Mikel Arteta, I tried to be on the front foot today and just, uh, you know, it's a little too ambitious. So maybe a 2-1 or a 3-1? <laughs> yeah, I think that that's probably more likely. I, You know, I'm curious to see whether or not Nicholas Pepe even manages to make it off the bench, much like <laughs> Alexander Lacazette. Uh, I, I don't know whether or not you were watching any of the Arsenal training videos, but one of the more hilarious aspects was they were doing the Rondo and uh, Alex Lacazette made a motion that he was going to do like a flick, and Mikel Arteta literally walked over to him and was like, no. <laughs> no flicks. <laughs> and thus his dreams were shattered. Unlucky. Well, we, we might see one in the game against Fulmouth. See how ballsy it is. Uh, but that does conclude today's episode, guys. Thanks again to my guests, Jerry Bassamente and Boyce Richard, Mike Dalo and Jimmy Fuoco. Uh, if you haven't already, we'd love you to subscribe to our weekly episodes and give us a quick five-star review, if you don't mind. You can also follow us on our social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening. Happy holidays and... And until next time.